Welcome back to the Hooligans Pitch. It's episode 52? 52. 52. Yeah. Uh, match day 14. Holy Michael Lord. and Chad back at it. Lots of goals, lots of games, lots of drama. That's that's what we're here for. That's what we're here to dissect. We're going to go over it. And we're going to probably have some weird hot takes in there. I don't know. I, I made some graphs, Chad, that I can't wait to show you. Graphs. Well, just one wow. graph, but it's it's a good graph, and I'll um, okay. I labeled it. Presentation. We got an X and Y axis with important notes mm. on there. We'll show that off shortly, but um, I'm just gonna do this quickly. Uh, Endo is officially in the Liverpool <laughs> Michael Hall of Fame. I love one-offs. You know, I got my Balotelli kit. Endo's gonna yep. get added to that, so I'm doing a Ooh. quick a quick little sake shot uh, to my uh. legendo because. Come on. Beautiful. Come on. I mean, yeah. Fitting after his, 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 I don't want to call it a cameo necessarily, but came in, did the work, <laughs> got a great goal. First league goal. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll chat. Well, uh, I'm sticking with the, uh, the holiday favorites, the, uh, celebration IPA Sierra Nevada. There you go. You got to get it when it's when it's out, you know. I'm sticking with what I have too many in my fridge at the moment, uh, <laughs> Corona. So, ooh, okay. Um, a lime? I don't have any limes. Oh, well, okay. Still pretty good though. I know. I'm gonna just imagine. Ooh, limey. It's so sour. Mm. <laughs> um. All right, Chad. Let's. Can I, can I just break? Can we go right into Liverpool on this one? Is that cool with you? Yeah, that's cool. Um, Fulham trap game, but Fulham hasn't been on their, you know, their A team. They they've been kind of faulty as of late, not showing us anything too wild. Um, I wake up seven forty five, ready to go, you know, in bed. Kristen's sleeping. I'm like rubbing my eyes, making sure we can see the game. First yeah. twenty minutes, Trent scores a banger, and I'm in. Yes, give him, give him one of those. <laughs> right, I'm just like, ooh, like, and I. We gotta get the chart. We're getting the chart out. For those of you who can't see this, just just follow along at home. Chad, let me know if you can't see. Here's my chart here, okay? Oh okay. yes, yeah, okay. This yeah. is minute zero. Uh, mm-hmm. This is my uh, how happy I was from zero to one hundred, and then this nice. is our our minutes at the bottom. Okay, sure, okay. I'm doing this yeah. all off a of mirror, so bear with me. Um, yeah, you, you're good. We we start, you know, just getting the excitement going, getting the excitement going, getting the excitement going. Trent scores right here, okay? Nice. Follow Beautiful. Me. Yep. In yes. bed. Happy. Fulham. They keep going. They score. Not so happy. Okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Mac Allister with the banger of the year. <laughs> yeah. Banger of the year. Let's My just, God, let's just yeah. say it now. He gets me. He gets me to here, right? I expected a little higher higher peak on that. Honestly, I'll, I'll sleep. I was a little sleepy, Chad. Oh, okay. I'll okay, still okay. sleepy. <laughs> and then and then during this part, Chad. Uh huh. My eyes were closed. <laughs> right. I've, I've, I feel like that's fair. Yeah. yeah, I thought we were handling business. And then, oh, I'm sorry, I skipped the Fulham goal. Okay, so we, we drew. Yeah. Like, we're, we're tied right here. Game. We're tied, we're tied. So mm-hmm. I'm also happy shortly after. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's kind of sleepy time. Halftime, it mm-hmm. did me dirty. And then I woke yeah, up. Yeah, happens. This is what happened right here at this little cross-section. <laughs> Kristen goes, hey, Fulham scored. I go, what? I go like that. <laughs> and Chad, I, I was sinking. I was sinking oh, hard. Yeah. I was given, if you look at our Discord group, I'm going, you know, I was pretty tame in there, but I'm like, we're losing. It's, we're done. We're so done. And then, and then right here, right there, that's where Endo mm. scores 
let's call it again, banger of the century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't see that one coming. I don't think anyone did. Not at all. Um, and then as soon as that happened, I was like, we're fucking going to win this game. <laughs> and that was like at the 87th minute, Chris was like, I'm going to go to Arizona. I was like, no, you're not. She was like, no, they, she was like, they scored when I wasn't in the room. I was like, they scored when you were home. I was like, you're not allowed to leave until we win this game. And then it was literally what? Five? No, it was a minute later. It was one minute. Um, the Gakpo with this crazy uh, shot. I thought weirdest that, shot. I thought that was going to be the goal when it hit. Yeah. I definitely let out like a like a schoolgirl scream when that happened. <laughs> and then the ball just started like going everywhere. And that's when I kind of knew. I was like, oh, it was like. It, it, something's gonna happen here yeah and then maybe i found the box maybe not we can talk <laughs> about it and then trent <laughs> finds his way to get um his goal in the back of the net so uh, shout outs to burn leno because i feel the worst cool. for him because he was just getting, yeah he was getting cooked but there's nothing he could do about it no yeah literally nothing i mean and he took a shin to the head to start the game hey. so you know that that's a that's a rough day um but yeah, I, I feel like your chart's pretty accurate to uh, to the game, I guess, right? Like, yeah, um, I did. Like, I, I wasn't watching it initially because I was watching um, Chelsea and Brighton, and then that was kind of fizzling out a little bit. So then I flipped over to Liverpool, probably like ten, fifteen minutes before Fulham scored their third goal, mm. and it was just like it. It, it looked so. Like the game itself just looked kind of flat. Like yeah, there wasn't much go. It, there wasn't much going on. It, I didn't yeah. have. Well, again, my eyes were. It, it was like a fade in and out. It was one of those mm-hmm. like curtains opening, curtains closing. So I was checking. I was like, it's sure. still tied. You know, still tied. And yeah. then, um, damn! Once I found out they scored at the 79th minute, my heart rate spiked, and yeah. it was go time. But I did not. It, it felt like such a. I don't know. I'm so used to this squad. Like last year when they'd go down at like the 80th minute, it was like, it looked like desperation was coming mm-hmm. out. And this one looked like tactical. It was like, okay, we've been in this situation yeah. before this year. We've been down a man like against uh castle or even against the Spurs being down and just yeah. playing super precise. That's what came out. And man, shout outs to Endo, dude. That guy, I hope he gets more play time now because I don't think mm-hmm. if he was in that game, even though it was short, um, we win now. Takeaways like just takeaways goal, and even at the end, if we get the draw, I, I don't think I don't think we get to that point. So he really he stood out for me yeah. today, and I hope he really gets more play time because of it. Yeah, I, I think you know that that third goal that um, Fulham scored. I think it uh, it definitely woke Liverpool back up. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how they kind of got into this little lull in the second half, but. Um, you know, yeah, they they just weren't doing enough and not really creating anything, and then all of a sudden it was like, uh oh, we might lose this completely, and then they just like everyone turned it on it at the crazy. like to the same level, like everyone's on the same page. Yeah, and it wasn't like craziness of everyone trying to like do too much. It was like very concentrated, um, you know, a flowing attack, right? Like yep. like Gakpo takes that that shot, but like you see him. I guess maybe looking for options since Fulham kind of gave him the time and then he tries a shot. Um, but then even then, you know, Nunez is right there. Could have very easily just let that ball roll out for a corner, but he said, no, and you know, he, he runs to it and keeps the ball alive, which Fulham probably was caught off guard a little bit by that. And, um, you know, finds its way to, to Trent and bada bing, bada boom. Well, Len- it, that shot by Gakpo put Leno out of position 
for mm. the follow-up. I mean, if you watch it again, when Leno dove to his uh, his left, mm. um, he was on the ground and then had to get back up and start shifting all the way to the other side of the goal. So, like, as a keeper, that that's exhausting. Like, oh, it really yeah. is to be going up and down, side to side. And I think at that point, um, Trent knew he had to just keep going that way to beat him. And, you know, Lena got beat up that game pretty good. So he was probably already feeling it. Um, but yeah. without that Gakpo shot and hitting where he hit it, it wouldn't have gone all the way to Trent to have that kind of open side. So yeah. it kind of shows everything happened for a reason. Um, notable things I want to highlight from that game. Nunez once again hit the post off a, <laughs> off a Mo Salah pass. Uh, that is his fifth woodwork on the oh. season from a Mo Salah pass. Uh, next closest in the Premier League has two. Um, so <laughs> look, said, if you're, man. uh, if you're going to do something, be the best at it. Right. So it's become a meme at this point, And everyone knows that when Nunez shoots, it's probably going to hit the frame. Um, and then other notable moment that I had when the Callister scored, scored his banger, Nunez went up to him and was like, uh, you know, hugging him and stuff. But then he, I don't know if you got go back and watch this. He goes to flick his head. But he's actually trying to flick grass off his head. And McAllister mm-hmm. was like, well, get off of me like that. And he was like, no, like I'm trying to help you. And it was just a funny moment that I don't think a lot of people saw. So yeah. um, go watch his face because McAllister's like, get away from me. It looked like he was yeah. picking on him, but it was it was all wholesome. He's trying to make him look good. Yeah. Um, fan Man, of the Braves? I... Sorry, I'm going to jump to that really quick. No, no. <laughs> yeah, me either. I just, I, well, I don't know. It doesn't, 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 yeah, it doesn't feel right, like. Nunez is a little bit wild anyway, so like free flowing hair yeah, or like flow, ponytail sort of thing, like felt a little more on brand, or not mm. this like braided, secured, yeah, <laughs> controlled I'm hairstyle. With you. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, I wh- what a crime to call Trent's free kick an uncle. And absolute poor crime, Lano, man. Another dent against his. And that's just dang. the 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 more I watch his free kick. I don't understand <laughs> the own goal call on it. Like that thing's pretty much in without Leno's intervention. <laughs> I guess it's rule of the law, right? There's a chance guess, it doesn't but... go in if he's not there. But at the same time, it's like, are you but sure? it's not like, it's not like the ones we've seen, you know, bounce off the, the crossbar and, you know, then hit Emmy Martinez and bounce back into the goal. Like, this thing was pretty much in the goal and just, I, I guess, had the slightest little push further in. But Yeah, off the top of my head, I don't remember where Leno was in terms of the goal line mm-hmm. and like outside of it, but he had to have been right on it. Oh, yeah. yeah he was right there, you know, and, and I think even if he wasn't there, I think that ball probably finds its way in. Um, but, I mean, it was just such a great free kick. It feels just wrong to not attribute that to to Trent like I'm glad he got another goal to at least yeah. show on the stat line that he did that but um could have could have had a nicer stat line I guess <laughs> uh Leno's left foot was on the goal line when he jumped in the air to save that ball so mm. yeah harsh harsh for him yeah. harsh for yeah. Trent um yeah I, watching it over and over again <laughs> It nicks the post at the yeah. ever so slightest. Uh, come on. And I still think it, yeah, you know what? The more I look at it again here, I think it would go in without his, uh, right? <laughs> with his back. I don't know. 
Too close. Goal's a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got for this one. Good comeback, boys. This is this yeah. is what a, this is what a championship team needs. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have your little stumbles here and there, but um, you know, to to with with Fulham scoring so late, even to get a draw out of that game would have been great. Um, but to like come back and get all three points in the way that they did was fun to watch as a neutral, and sure. you know, <laughs> you see how, how much it meant to the players and the fans there that were going crazy and you know, two goals in the span of a minute to to win the thing. Wild, like, oof, <laughs> wild. Yep, first goal for McAllister, first goal for Endo, uh, in league for Endo, Endo scored one, mm-hmm. um, in Europa. But it was great. I love those games. They got my day. Yeah. I got my day jumping. It's gonna be. <laughs> Would have been. A, it was really close to being a sad day. <laughs> in 10 minutes it totally flipped turned around yeah. nice <laughs> all right want to talk a little arsenal yeah we could jump over there give me a little, give me a little breakdown because i caught probably the first 15 minutes and i said okay there's more important storylines going mm-hmm. on right now um but yeah what, what was your how, how do you yeah. feel about that one um i mean as strong a start as you would want from arsenal you know scoring early um Wolves have been kind of a bogey team over the past few years for Arsenal, so it was nice to get a goal right away, basically, six minutes in, and then, you know, follow it up with probably team goal of the season so far. With yeah, it was pretty. Leading up to Odegaard, like... Um, Even he was. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a very nice one, and um, Odegaard's been popping up in that kind of middle top of the box area a lot this season. Um, he kind of just floats in there, and... A lot of his goals that he scored, more so in 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 Champions League and stuff, um, have kind of been in that zone where he just kind of floats and defenders don't see him, forget about him, whatever. And um, you know he's able to take a shot and he's he's got a good good kick on him. So yeah, he's just um, passing it to the back of the net. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was great, you know, and and good to see him kind of back into form after being out. Um, with concussion, I guess is what the official word was on it. But he was out for a few weeks, so I don't know if that was concussion the whole time or picked something else up. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he looked back to his normal self, you know, creating, running up and down the pitch. Um, you know, a lot of the play going through him. Um, it, it it was fun to watch. It you know, it's um, when Odegaard's on it the team is kind of on it as well. So yeah, um, he is the true glue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, first half, I, I think Arsenal probably could have put the game to bed with uh, some, some better shooting or, and better luck. Maybe, um, you know, Martinelli had a nice shot that just went off the post. Uh, Jesus had a kind of balls, kind of surprised him at the back post. Um and he just didn't get a good kick on it, um, so he missed it. And then, um, you know, into the second half, I think Wolves maybe just kind of felt like there was something they could maybe get from the game. Like, they came out and played a lot um, more controlled and uh, a little bit more aggressive in their press. And I think Arsenal just went into a little bit of cruise control. Um, and it just, it, it just kind of... I feel like it's the theme of this week was just like flat second halves for yeah for some teams. Um, so yeah, Arsenal, you know, started making little mistakes here and there. I think Zinchenko had like three of these like little weird mistakes that 
I can remember. Um, you know, one of them perfectly setting up the wolves' goal. <laughs> so yeah, how do you how do you feel about him being in the game when it's you know kind of getting Arsenal's getting pushed back into their own end and it's mm-hmm. after the seventy fifth minute, even though they have a two 0 lead, it's like does he need to be playing right now? Because the whole his whole role yeah. is not to defend and keep the score the same. Your goal with him is to try to score goals. I feel like yeah. at that point Arsenal was content with having two goals um, on the board and weren't really looking to pursue another. Yeah. So in my head, you know, you took Tamiyasu out just prior to that, but I'm like, why not just keep Tamiyasu in? Um, yeah. Bring Ben White in. Um, I don't know. Now you got Havertz doing left back things now. So like, <laughs> He's, I, I, he can't be the worst option to at least maybe fill that yeah. little area instead of Zinchenko. Well, they have uh, Kivior as well, mm-hmm. who can kind of operate in that left-back role, um, which I think is probably the smarter move. Um, you know, like you said, Zinchenko, while technically playing left-back, is a midfielder, you sure. know. Um, he ain't defending. He don't want to defend. He, yeah. He's not... He's not he, Never has been but good why, at defending. That's what I'm saying. Why, why even put him in that in that uh, in that spot to risk it? Yeah, I mean, and that's that's what some Arsenal fans have said of like, if we're trying to figure out this this pairing in the the midfield between Rice and Havertz or Rice and Trossard or whoever it might be, like Zinchenko is a midfielder. He plays that that role for Ukraine, right? Like we play him there basically anyway, but then he just has to. F- filling at left back mm-hmm. when when needed um so if we have i mean i think the 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 timber injury early on kind of maybe messed up some of the plan in that but um you do have yeah tamiyasu kivior that can step in there keep zinchenko in the midfields he'll still be able to create he can still you know help out on defense a little bit that he needs to but he's not like you're not relying on him to be a defender at that that point then um because, yeah, like, these little mistakes are not uncommon for him in, in a defensive situation. Like, um, I think it was last season against Liverpool, um, Trent got by him pretty easy. Um, you know, here he'd had, I, I think it was, like, three of these same little situations where he was just, like, on the ball and didn't make a decision quick enough or, like, made the wrong decision and just, like, this, you know, weird little pass into a dangerous area. Um, and, like, this one just handed the ball to wolves at the top of the box <laughs> and they're, they're usually happening his errors right in the 18 or definitely in the 18 or like right yeah. near it and I, if i'm arteta i'd be telling him don't even be near it because if you're not near mm-hmm. it at least someone else can take up that space that is yeah. maybe a little bit better of a defender i'm sure if declan rice moved back a little further there and zinchenko wasn't there i think y'all would breathe a little easier mm-hmm. um i don't know i just yeah. found that, that that was my big note was went up after the 80th minute, gets Zinchenko out. Yeah, and I mean, that might be the way forward. Just, you know, if if it's a game where you still need a goal, then okay, maybe keep him in, or then maybe, yep. like, fully move him into the midfield so you can keep some defensive solidity back there. But, um, yeah, it was just... It, it became a nervy second half when it didn't have to be. <laughs> I, I flipped yeah. the game back on Arsenal when I saw the Wolves squirt because I said, this could mm. get dicey. Yeah, and then, and then you know they handled it. They they started to possess a little better. He brought in Jorginho and QBR, and and then game over. Um, I just like yeah. why not make that move ten minutes ago when you're two nil, two nil up and don't even have to be in this position. Yeah, and and that's the thing is like I don't know if it's 
I mean, I'm assuming it's kind of Arteta directed to, like, at two goals, slow down a bit. But I feel like this Arsenal team in two goals is is not exactly a a firm lead. Um, You know, as good as they have been defensively this season especially, like, it's not uncommon to see a little bit of a mistake or, or a little bit of lapse in concentration, um, which, you know, then if, if they score, it's now one goal game and it, and it gets just a little bit hectic where if you like either just continue to push and score goals or at least get to three goals before you try and slow down, you have a little mm-hmm. bit more of a cushion, um, which I mean, really the, I mean, Arsenal should have like, yeah, the, the other, you know, Martinelli and Jesus, but Trossard and Ketia had, like, the same ball down the middle fed to them by Odegaard, and they both just, like, totally screwed it. Hmm. Um, Trossard just waited way too long to shoot. And Ketia got his shot off, but bounced off the post, so, you know, maybe just a little bit unlucky on that, but... Um, you know, I, I think that's... It, it makes this game more um, stressful, certainly, but it, it if you're going to be this champion side team, like I think you got to find that, that ruthlessness sometimes to just like really kill a game and kill a team. And then, then you can worry about, you know, taking your foot off the gas a little bit. Totally agree with that statement. Unlike Burnley, who said, we're going to floor it. The entire That's what I'm saying. Nine yeah. <laughs> Burnley can do it. Ugh. Anyone can do it. Well, to be fair, Arsenal did it against Sheffield. So <laughs> that, yeah, you're right. Sheffield does have a knack for uh, getting the throttle put on them. Um, No saw. Saw's out. First time I've seen the man injured. That could be huge. That could be a huge setback for the Wolves. Um, Yeah. He's really the rock back there. That man bails him out every single Mm. week. So we'll see. We'll see what happens because I'd be pretty nervy if if he goes out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big loss. I mean... We, we've seen him make him some, some crazy saves. Um, I mean, the the guy that came in, I you know, didn't let in any other goals, so you know he did well mm-hmm. enough. But um, yeah, you know, it's it's just kind of the same with with the Liverpool game. It's you disrupt that back line and goalie connection, um, and things are just a little bit off. Like yep. whether it, it's you know calls for the ball or positioning or or just like kind of knowing where people should be. It's just, you don't play, you know, week in, week out with, with a, that backup keeper. So um, it'll be interesting to see if Wolves can kind of cope while Saw's out. Did, it, did you see anything with uh, how long he's out? Or um, Let's do a quick little check. Um, oh, he actually did some training today, so he might be all right. Okay. He said he felt fine yeah. this morning. They faced Burnley on the weekend. Um, Arsenal okay. going to Luton, and then Liverpool mm-hmm. have Sheffield. So us three are going to hopefully take out mm-hmm. that that bottom part of the day. If any of us lose, <laughs> I'll, still, I'll, I'll see you next week. Still, yep. <laughs> we'll we'll be back, just not very happy. Exactly, dude. There's no way. There's no way. If we lose to Sheffield, if we draw to Sheffield, Chad. Look, there, there was talk that they were sacking their manager this morning so they might get that weird interim new manager bounce <laughs> don't don't tell me that no i guess let's let's get out of the games for a quick second are you surprised no manager has been fired this season um 
yes and no. Like, I feel like we're just so used to seeing, um, you know, the, I guess the Chelsea's, the Southampton's. Um, we got 12 more teams to list, Chad. Well, yeah. But like, <laughs> you know, like those two just always stand out in my head as like the ones that kind of rotate through. Like like when Watford was in Premier League, like they kind of mm-hmm. switched a lot. Um, you know, it it's, I think it's a, a worthy tactic at some times to just kind of freshen things up. Um, but I think some of these clubs coming up, like I think all three came up maybe a little bit sooner than they would have expected. Um, and now you're, you're probably weighing the, the pros and cons of like, okay, well, you know, we can cancel this manager's contract and, you know, pay him out and then like pay someone new. And does that, does that um, balance out with, with possibly staying in the premier league or like if we do this and still fall out, like are we just shooting ourselves in the foot? So like, I kind of get it of like, it's, it's a lot to, to, to weigh of, is it worth the risk of financially of that to potentially, you know, keep making money in the premier league or do you just say, okay, well, you know, yes, we made it up. We, we took our, our premier league money this season. We're clearly not ready. Like it, and it's not just a straight managerial issue. Um, we'll fall back down and, and, you know, reassess, but at yeah. least we don't have to worry about paying anyone out and like paying a new contract and all that. I totally agree with you there. I think we could make the argument that the three teams that got relegated last year would probably beat the three teams who got promoted um, mm-hmm. easily right now. I'm looking at championship tables. Leicester's killing it. Leeds is killing it. Southampton killing it. They're um, three out of the top four spots. So, would, wouldn't yeah. shock me if we just see him come right back up to Premier League next year and say, welcome yeah. welcome back. Good to see you again. Um, but, yeah, no, I think those those teams are so young and so inexperienced. And, like, Burnley getting their first clean sheet this year, like, 14 yeah. weeks in, this is the first one. Like, that's – and it was against the bottom, you know, the bottom of the table. So, I'm not – Yeah. I'm not shocked no manager's been fired. I think there's been a couple on the hot seat, um, you know, Ten Hag, mostly, mostly Ten Hag. Uh, yeah, and I think that's maybe where all the eyes are pointing. Like, not so much the bottom table teams, but those like bigger teams that should be doing better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but let's be real. There's not really that many bigger name teams who should be doing better. Maybe I yeah. guess Chelsea's the one, but Chelsea was a stinker last year, so we can't be mm-hmm. like expectations that high i think man used the big one because this this year sure yeah. they lost this is did you see the the stat they have 10 losses faster than already yeah. than any other team in the last god probably since pre-fergie the, the list only went back the last 10 years yeah um the 2017 the year was the jose Mourinho zlatan ibrahimovic year mm. uh, shout outs to that you saw my little my little picture yeah. but um yeah i don't i it's not a good look for Man U. Oh, segue. They play terrible. <laughs> uh, it, you could have said they didn't play this week, and I probably would have believed oh, you. It what just... a snooze fest. And, and this whole Rashford situation where he's supposed to be the team leader and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, be the next guy. And how, how do you know how old he is? Um, I want to say 
26? Yeah, nailed it, Chad. Nailed it. 26. But I feel like we act like he's still a young budding star like Sokka. Yeah. Sokka's 22. Yeah. It's like I feel like the media kind of puts him in the same, I don't know, same yeah. shelf as far as status and, and England's, uh, you know, new attacking winger. But I'm like, this guy's been around a lot longer. He's taken his team not as high as Sokka has in uh, mm-hmm. more time. So, you know, we saw the stats sat line this week, 26 touches in, in 90 minutes and kind of a dud. Yeah. And, and I mean, beyond stat lines, like he just didn't look like he was really in the game, you know, <laughs> wasn't really running, running as he should. And um, I'm taking Anthony just... Gordon over him. Oh, for sure. You know, Anthony Gordon is at least always running, always trying to yeah. make things happen, get in, in, you know, dangerous positions where it's like, I don't know, Rashford certainly hasn't so far this season. And I'm, I'm wondering if we are going to ever get that period where he like kind of turns it on for a month. <laughs> well, it happened last year around this time. He went on mm-hmm. that streak of scoring, man, he had like 12 goals and 15 games, something wild like something that. Something like that, yeah. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. No. Yeah. Um, but I mean, really, like, I don't know what United was really doing in general or, or Ten Hag, I guess. Like, you have let, uh, Luke Shaw playing left center back when you got Varane on the bench. Like, I guess you're maybe going for pace um, back there to keep up with, with Newcastle. But, like, yeah, Varane is... is a much better central defender certainly than than Luke Shaw would be um and honestly <laughs> i kind of left this game looking at maguire and thinking are you currently united's best player <laughs> like i think we can still get flowers to bruno and being the best player but i think the best player in that game for them was probably McTominay. he's he's like yeah, he he is the equivalent to Anthony Gordon for his position. I feel like for Man U, always making, mm. always attacking, always running, making the best decisions. Probably not, but again, yeah. um, he he shouldn't have to be. Now let's look at his age because his age, oh, he's twenty six too. So this team is like they're getting to that point now. Prime, they should, right? they should be <laughs> mm-hmm, doing some great things rather than having questions asked. Yeah, I mean, but like, where do you go from here? Like, you got this weird jumble of like, I know we've talked about before, but you know, the proven stars and good, but um, good but not great players, I guess, <laughs> and then some young guys. Like, it's just a weird mix. Um, you know, with 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 no Casemiro, he's I gone. Feel like he, he'll, I bet he'll yeah. never. I bet he'll never play for them again. Yeah, it, it you know it. He may be injured, but it seems like this whole season he was just kind of like, just there for the paycheck sort of thing. You know, he came back um, super out of shape. He mm-hmm. played decent to get the year started. Yeah. Um, no surprise by his injury. We all knew he would came for Ronaldo. What was that? Yeah. A year and a half ago at this point. Um, and then since then, it's just been kind of whatever to him. So I, I won't be shocked if he's gone. Um, I feel like they're they'll, they're going to make some changes in this window. I think just to get younger, the Maguires are going to be out. The like they want to get Hoyland in there. They want to get 
um, Garnacho going. Like I get, I, if that's what their identity wants to be, they need to lean hard into that. Right now they're yeah. in this like, let's get Amrabat. Like why? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's, that was maybe one of the more clear things coming up against Newcastle where it's like Newcastle kind of, they have their play style and identity where it's just, you know, like fast uh, football, like lots of running, lots of passing, lots of work rate. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, domination. Um, where United is just like feels more like 11 individuals that sometimes get together and, and you know, score a goal or two. And, um, you know, to their credit, they're still seventh. So it, it works every now and then. But I, I feel like it's. You're, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel of like how much good fortune you can have <laughs> in these games now. <laughs> when you said this is kind of this is an interesting t- stat, Chad. When you said when they score a goal or two, I'm looking at mm-hmm. their stat line right now. Take out Everton, they beat three nil. Okay, I'm looking for mm-hmm. games with two goals, two or more at this point. Oh boy, <laughs> Luton one nil, Fulham one nil, lost to uh, Newcastle. I'm sorry, I'm going to keep it Premier League. City, 3-0. Sheffield. Sheffield was the 2-1, and Brentford's the 2-1. Mm. Every other game besides those, one or less. Yeah, so... They don't even score. This team sucks. Yeah, certainly, certainly Seven. not lighting it up. Damn it. It was like two weeks ago Seventh when I said they're, is... they're better than... They're, they're Again, I, they might still be the best of the seven through... What are we at now? Twelve? Yeah. But I think that whole group just kind of sucks. Yeah. Or doesn't it's, have an identity. It, like, Brighton's weird right now. West Ham's weird yeah. right now. Chelsea's too unpredictable. Brentford, they actually might be on the come up. Yeah. Crystal, not really, because they just lost to, was it Luton last week? Yeah. Wolves, eh. I mean, yeah, it's 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 a weird middle of the table right now, and... um. I don't know. United seventh, I think, is definitely flattering for how they they yeah. play and how they look. <laughs> I won't be shocked if they move down to eleventh or twelfth. At yeah. all. If Brighton gets their shit together, West Ham gets their shit together, and Chelsea can yeah. get it, even Brighton, yeah, I, I could actually see them going to to eleventh in the next by the end of December. We'll call it. So, so when when's your uh, your ten hog out happening? Like they technically still have a chance to get through the Champions League group. I don't think they will. So probably out of Champions League. Um, you know, if, if they lose not, the, Oh, keep going. No, keep going. Keep listening. Yeah, no, I'm just you know, just not performing all that great in Premier League. Um what they're out of um EFL Cup, I think. Yeah, they're out. Um so you have they've carried you them. have league position and uh, I guess that's kind of all you're riding for the rest of the season. Like, but again, are you seeing enough um, progress or vision or, or you know, forward momentum in that way to to keep Ten, ten Hog around? I think I think they'll give it to the end of December. They got Chelsea okay. this week. I think if Chelsea beats them or they draw, okay. The Bournemouth one could get interesting since Bournemouth has been um, mm. pretty shaky. Now, they go against Bayern. I think if Harry yeah. Kane lights them up, then 
the English Man U fans are going to be livid. Because they'll build a whole, like, we could we not that we had yeah. a, a good chance to get this guy, but they would definitely be like, we could have at least put in a crazy offer for a guy who's now lighting us up in Champions League when we're in Champions League. <laughs> yeah. And he's English. <laughs> that's, that's, and then Liverpool m- may thump them on the 17th because we all know what happened. I mean, yeah, time. if we get another, like, 7-0, that might be the nail in the coffin. <laughs> What day, what day is that? The 17th? Is that a weekend? Sunday. Nice. Oh, nice. Like, I want Ten Hag to be there for the long haul because it's great for everyone else. But if he goes out after another 7-8 goal destruction, like, <laughs> I won't be mad at it. <laughs> it. It will be the right time. Yeah. The right time. <laughs> um... Yeah, other than that, I don't really know what other managers deserve to be let go. I don't think anyone, honestly, at this point. I think everyone's pretty safe. Yeah, yeah, I think everyone's kind of performing as expected. You know, Brighton started hot and fell back, so like I guess they're kind of underperforming. But I think injuries killed them a little bit, though. So I'll give yeah. them, I'll give them, I'll give Deserby a little bit of a pass. Yeah, and I think even then, like the you know play that Deserby has brought to Brighton I think it has shown enough to be like one is it's exciting two it's it's you know still bringing in these relatively unknown players and they're scoring great goals playing well so um you know back in Europe so they they got some kinks to work out this year but um yeah West Ham but uh, could be I mean, they're they're in a weird spot, but like last season, they were terrible. So they're doing much better. They got rid of their best player. Yeah. So, so, but kudos. Let's let's talk a little West Ham. Kudos. Mm. He's the real thing, Chad. Yeah, he's the real thing. Starting, (laughs) scoring. Um, I think he's exactly what they need in terms of getting maybe the 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 style of play going through him. I mean, he's so fast Mm. and so quick on the ball. Um. He's playing kind of that right wing, right mid kind of role too, which might be good to help alleviate all that uh, midfield compression that they're trying to figure yeah. out who goes where. Um, I don't know. I like I like him for West Ham. I think West Ham has to figure out their defense. I think Zuma obviously hurts, but the build up play yeah. from from Kufal, I think they need to figure out how to do that more because when when we were watching them in the beginning of the season, he was making crazy runs down the line and slicing everything yeah. into Bowen and and uh antonio so more of that i think is needed less of james ward prowse in the back line yeah yeah i think they just gotta kind of figure out the balance and yeah um then i think they'll, they'll kind of get back to to their their winning ways that they kind of started with mm-hmm. um like they should have smoked palace oh was, yeah it's not that good they, sh- they should have beat them for um, sure so that was that was kind of disappointing the chelsea brighton game though that one uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like they should have done better. And the Gallagher red card, holy crap, man! They're just gonna Chelsea's it's gonna get a red card every week. Captain's curse. <laughs> Reese was cap- captain. He got the red. Gallagher wow. captain this time. He got the red. Who's next? If it's Thiago Silva, I'm I'm gonna cry because my fantasy team is already in the dumps. <laughs> him or Enzo? I think it's gonna be him or Enzo. Yeah. Sterling maybe. Yeah. Sterling, I think has worn it. Before. Could be Sterling. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I didn't catch most of this game. Did you? Yeah. Um, I woke up for the second half. Um, so, How did Matoma yeah. look? 
he came on pretty late. Yeah, fifty-seven. Um, fifty-seven. Yeah, I mean, he he looked, you know, kind of his normal self, um, dribbling at people, trying to create dangerous situations. Okay. Um, broke through and. I guess was kind of looking for the penalty or, or maybe just kind of fell that way. But, um, you know, it, it, he was causing issues certainly. Um, and Brighton, you know, was really putting on the pressure, but then left him a little bit exposed at the back and old man, James Milner just could not keep up with Mudrick. <laughs> How dare they put him in that situation? Yeah. What the hell? It's messed up. <laughs> Ashley, him, Ashley Cole and Tiago, man. The 37 and up mm. club, they're just getting yeah. roasted. And I would be like, what are you doing to me? Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's, if you're bringing James Milner on to like, if you're bringing him on just to kind of help control a, a midfield situation or something, he can probably do it fine still. But if you're going to put him on the back line where it's like him and one other defender to try and stop any counterattack, like, he can get beat these days. Like he's just—he's not as quick as he used to be. He's not young as he used to be anymore. Obviously, like he the tried though. The thing we know Mudrik as is probably one of the fastest players in the league. And here For we sure, go yeah. putting James Milner on him. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, um, it was kind of interesting watching that phase play out though, because um, you know Milner's like trying to stay with him, so like kind of not grabbing his arm, but kind of on his shoulder sort of thing and then um their legs kind of come together which causes the penalty and you know it goes to to var and they check and all that and the commentator's like nah i don't think this is a penalty mm-hmm. you know he uh he he was like planting his foot and um wasn't kicking out at mudrick or anything so i think it's just a coming together and i was like it may just be a coming together but like if if milner's not doing that mudrick can surely get a shot off whether he scores or not is different question but you know it i saw it and i was like oh penalty and then i don't even know who the commentator was but he was like he was like dead set he's like this is not a penalty mm-hmm. um you know ref is at that monitor he needs to stay strong with with his initial uh thought that it wasn't a penalty and you know was he and dropping, then of course was he dropping the whole like a foul sometimes isn't a foul line because i'm hearing that way too much right now not not so much like that but like he basically was like you know it milner may not have obviously um you know tried to to take out mudrick or or kick his leg or anything but like he steps basically in his path right Mm -hmm. so you're you're committing the foul You, you know you're committing the foul you're already like running trying to catch up and and stay with mudrick so you're behind him so you can't even like say that he ran into you or anything um i don't know i i I, maybe the guy was a brighton fan or he just you know had empathy for james milner here uh but um it was just kind of strange to hear him be like so staunchly like not a penalty ref Hmm. needs to stay strong and it's like this is the one you choose like (laughs) I feel like you could have said that about some other decisions this, well, this season. But... Let's let's talk about some refs staying strong, Chad. <laughs> let's get on to City and Tottenham, shall we? Mm-hmm. Um, sure, yeah. Fun game. Yeah, yeah. Fun game to watch. Didn't know who I wanted to win at certain points of this match. And honestly, at one point, I was like, ah, like, that's okay. We'll get the draw. And I was like, no, like, we, need to, we need to come back and win. And then I kept <laughs> flip-flopping. 
Um, yeah. But I think what we all need to talk about is the rash decision of Simon Hoover <laughs> to blow yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. whistle. Chad, <laughs> let's just let's paint a picture, okay? Mm-hmm. Paint the picture. The ref, <laughs> he holds up his arms like this, saying play on. And they play on, and he goes, no, just kidding. Just kidding. And that's literally how fast it went. That's lit- I like I like get yeah. it out in my head of like how fast he went from go to not go, and <laughs> I was like, and and I was trying to like think about like okay wh- like why what would have made him blow that whistle if the pass wasn't completed? It's like okay well if the pass wasn't completed we didn't, we never even saw a player get to the pass and the whole thing mm. the whole. I don't want to say rule, but the whole suggestion this year is don't call something too early, right? Keep the yeah. flag down. We'll check it later. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, 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 like, we've seen some bad calls this season, and, and is this the top? This is this the top? It's my top. It's probably the top. I mean, you could maybe find like a VAR call that, that could challenge it, but like this, this one was isn't just even like VAR. This is straight human. That's the thing. Yeah, like this is this is straight up like it's common sense. Like Grealish was was clearly getting to that ball. I think, um, I think they would have scored off of it. It I if you're you gonna never know, but you never know. But I mean, Grealish is certainly a guy that can do it. So <laughs> that's a, that's a rough call and the pictures that have come out of it have been hilarious but um (laughs) yeah that's i I just i don't even know what to say about it it's just so bad it's it's how can you be a a professional ref at like you know one of the top leagues in the world and you blow such a big call in a in a big game in a really big moment of that game (laughs) the the biggest moment of that game for sure yeah i think oh yeah in the in the time when both teams were going at it hard, they mm-hmm. uh, each of the, both of those teams wanted us to, wanted to win. And I got I got to get it up for Ainge here. You know, we talked about how he doesn't change his game plan, and against a city team to not change your game plan, I think takes a lot of cojones. And the fact that they were pinging the ball around their back line with the city attack that was just sprinting all over them and being successful at it, that was like. I give him props for that one because, like, that yeah. not a lot of teams are doing that right now against City, and they're yeah. doing it fairly well for the most part. Um, my my only hold up on that because um, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of pundits saying, "Oh, he he should feel vindicated now because he's stuck with his game plan." And look at the result they got, and you know, fair that, that that's Tottenham did get a good result here, um, but this this game was very nearly blown out of the water in the first half when city was pressing really, really well. Um, Tottenham was not getting through it. Mm-hmm. Holland missed basically two sitters. Yeah. Um, what, um, who else had a, a Doku hits the crossbar. Alvarez hits the post. Like this worked out for, for Tottenham, but it nearly didn't. <laughs> so True. you can call it, brave you can call it you know courageous play all that but i think for me like i i'm looking at obviously i'll say neutral but (laughs) i wish both these teams would have lost chad we can both say it yeah i mean the draw is a great result for arsenal you know give some some uh distance between 
City and then, you know, Tottenham one extra point there and it doesn't matter. Um, but I think like, I guess, I guess maybe I, I need the conversation to switch a little bit more of like, okay, yeah, Ainge sticks to his tactics and doesn't falter from that. And like, that's brave. Like, I don't think so. I think that's kind of stupid. Like you should, I'm not saying you got to fully adjust tactics, but you should have some, some range of adjustment in there. Right. The game was too um, close. I think the game was too close, though. The, the, they, this team loves to counter and score, right? That's the whole mo for this season: is counter score. Yeah, but but first half, you're 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 not getting through City's press. First half, City has you pinned back. You're doing nothing. You don't even try the long ball over the top to to Sun or Kulisevsky up top. Like you have the pace up there. We've seen you saw Sun score like five minutes in on on you know basically a counter right right like, right. So while that's maybe not your your main plan, it should be something where it's like okay, well, City's really pinning us back. Let's try just a few long balls up top. Um, you know, you you can adjust mid game. You can adjust at halftime. Whatever. Um, I don't think you had to fully adjust to be like, oh well, we're playing City, so let's just pack the box and we'll sit back and you know do what other teams do. Um, yeah. So I personally, I don't think sticking to one tactic and that's it is is the way forward for any team. Well, look, I, I think. What what, that, what that, if <laughs> what if they only have one tactic? Like this is that, this is their that's idea. Bad, they, that's bad coaching. Oh, look at the record. I'm, I'm not say, I'm not saying they they are anything special. Yeah. I'm saying he didn't change his plan because it was city, right? Could have been anyone. Yeah. On, it could have been anyone on the table. He's going to do the exact same thing. Is it readable? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can you plan for it every week? Hell yeah. They probably should have lost this game. You could also say that too. But they didn't. Yeah. No, and, and and I get all that, like it, it worked out. But my thing is like, if you want to, you want to, like a new manager comes into any club, they want to kind of change or alter the culture or mindset to like fit their play style, right? You can do that, but like, you don't have to do that with just one one tactic. This is how we do it. Like, you can still, you know, the fight, the desire, the like uber concentration and, and you know always going for it you can instill all that through you know different levels of coaching and, and, and your tactics right but i don't know i think you you have to leave some room for adjustment in there i agree <laughs> with you i don't think they can that's what i'm trying to say i don't think i don't yeah. think they i don't think they have another gear to shift into i don't think they have another option for how they want to do their play i think mm-hmm. this is this is it this is what they're going to roll every game for the rest of the year. This yeah. is what teams need to prepare for. Are they good at it? I, yeah, I can say they're good at it. Mm-hmm. Should you plan on them doing something else? I don't think so. And that's what yeah. City, I think City, yes, missed a huge opportunity to get a win here. I think it was, uh, a win was showing, especially in the last five minutes. I think they usually yeah. could have won this game. I just, all I'm saying is, they said this is what we do. And they did it, and they they drew against the champions, and yeah. not many teams have done that in the last you know couple of years drawing the champion. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, Tottenham's in a rut, and they'll continue to be spiraling because I think teams are just going to catch on to this thing mm-hmm. they're doing because it's the same thing week in week out. It's more oh, yeah. so 
do teams mess up? I think it's what it's going to come down to is, is will teams be able to keep up with their pace and the way they play? Um, but as of right now, you could say, yes, teams are able to figure that out and, and yeah. uh, put up score lines that will be uh, hurtful to Tottenham in the table as they've lost three out of the last four now. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, 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 as much as like Tottenham performed well and got the draw, like second half again, like another team that came out just flat, like city just Mm. was not pressing as much as they were in the first half. Um, you know, still just kind of sloppy and wasteful in front of goal. Um, I, Tottenham will take the point certainly and the momentum that they might get from this, but like, I don't want to say you got away with one, but like it, it very nearly could have been, city rolling you over i don't even know if they got momentum off of it (laughs) i think you probably get a little bit just of like you know it because it is champions you know away um, with a very conscious that contra if that call didn't happen at the end of the game i think maybe it's a little bit higher but even Ainge came up and he said like i don't know his exact quote but he definitely commented on it and saying you know like yeah part of the game or whatever he said and and i just can't believe that call that was the worst call I've ever that, seen in my life. I think that was the that, worst that call was I've ever seen in my life. Because he made the right just, call by playing advantage. He made the right call. Holland so was I'm, fouled. I'm wondering, like... I don't know how much communication, you know, center ref and his, his line refs have through those kind of plays, but you would think, like, the one on the, the opposite end to you know, flag off sides would maybe mention of like, Oh, like looks like he might get there or something or like, let it play or, or, you know, something to kind of help him. Cause yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's back, you know, I don't know, 30 yards or something like it's, he's not right there. He, he maybe has a blocked view a little bit of if Grealish can get there, but, and maybe the line ref would normally uh, do that, but like, or, and maybe did, but he just switches mind so quickly that <laughs> didn't leave allow time for anyone to, to mention like, Oh yeah, let it play. <laughs> I just watched a slow-mo chat of him blowing the whistle when Holland passes the ball and it's mm. a zoom in on him and the timing just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> we're we're going to This will be our first lineup, the video as we talk about it with us, but mm. this is just, it's so gross looking. I can't believe it. This was called <laughs> in my Sunday league. I'd be like, what? Yeah, and so we got yeah. this Holland flipping out was kind of awesome. I was kind of cool to see, to be honest. Yeah, um, never seen a man with his <laughs> stature and like the way I don't know. Like I feel like a lot of athletes who are that big don't look the way Holland looks in terms of just yeah. being like a Thor looking thing, and uh, pretty scary. He came out. He was, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I was yeah. like, whoa. Yeah, he was as as angry as I've ever seen him. You know, like. And rightfully so, but part of me wishes Grealish would have just got onto the ball and like still went down and tried to score. Um, Now Vicario may hear the whistle and not, you know, try and save it or anything. Um, And like, even if he scores, I don't think VAR could do anything, but like it would have maybe just been that little extra extra something in there to be like yo you fucked up (laughs) could you imagine (laughs) what a game 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it it was entertaining. It was it was, I don't know. Tottenham got that weird juju against City. Like, yep. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> they just uh, they got City's number somehow, and and I and Pep's number, I guess you know, or Pep overthinks it or something, or or doesn't give them enough respect. I don't know. Pep but... was so extra this game, dude. He was like lying on the ground. I was like, what's he doing? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all I got to say on that one. <laughs> that's it, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. A um, couple more here. We got Bournemouth and Ashton Villa. That game, surprised by the scoreline, but also we literally just talked about how Ashton Villa can play super good for a stretch of games and then have a dud. And this was their dud. Yeah. So maybe not yeah. a bad dud if it's just a draw. Um, nice little header by Ollie Watkins at the end of that game to save yeah. the point. Really nice. Um but that's about it for that one. I think they need to regroup yeah. and, and figure it out before they go on to, is it, yeah, City. City's next on uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Um, oh, that was the other thing. City will be without Rodri and Grealish for, for the Villa game. So two potential, Rodri for sure is a big loss. I don't think they won a game when he was out earlier. Um, Grealish, you know, we've seen less of since Doku's kind of come in, but yeah, he's not a weapon you could bring in off the bench right now. So, I think that'll be a spicy game. Um, you know, Emery, he loves to go for goals. He defensively is is you know not always the the big defensive wall kind of manager. But if you want a a team to run out there and try and score goals, like Emery's teams will do it. So I'm excited for that. Should, one. should be good. Should be good. Yeah. Um. Just checking my list here. Which ones did we miss? Uh, Everton Forest, pretty awful game. I watched the whole thing. Uh, that's, yeah. I, I turned off Arsenal for that one just because I wanted to see how Everton would yeah. look. And uh, not great, Jeff, but Forest also looked pretty terrible too. So I yeah. think those are just two bad teams kind of fighting, even though Forest is sitting 15th. Forest had last three ever since they took out Matt Turner. By the way, they've looked pretty bad. So yeah. Um, um, yeah, my my only really takeaway was like this was kind of the like scrappy Everton fight that I wanted to see against United. Yep, I so. can I can attest to that. I thought I thought that 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 has that's their identity, right? Yeah, exactly. Scrap until the end, until we can get a one nil or a, a point. Yeah. A point for them is, yeah. a, is a win. Oh yeah. Um, so who who's Everton have next? Castle. So maybe we'll bring the scrappiness out for that one. That should be yeah. an interesting one. Like that's like pace and work ethic versus uh, scratch and claw. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, and then Brentford and Luton. I, I I watched a chunk of that game too. I thought Brentford was looking nice. I think Ben Me in that back line has made a huge improvement mm, for yeah. for just where everyone needs to be. Of course, he scores a goal. Commentator said it's all about me today, and I think that's a pretty <laughs> accurate statement. Um, I think Mbumo has been not playing to his best. I think he's trying to. Do, he's in that like I'm trying to do too much right now. I think. Yeah. I think he's not. I, I think teams are scouting him too. I think they're doing a great job of figuring out what he's going to do, and that's probably why yeah. we've seen a little bit of decrease in productivity, but um, I think Brentford can do do some magic here. Yeah, um, you know, they're they're kind of doing what I what I said they need to do. Like, 
Ivan Tony comes back in January, unless he goes somewhere, which I don't think he will. Um, but they're just kind of surviving, kind of floating, you know? Um, maybe not winning all the games they should win, but not dropping too far back. Like, you're sitting in 11th right now, um, you know, three po- points over, over 12th, so pretty comfy, you know? Level with mm-hmm. Chelsea, so... Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I think... Tony comes back. Um, obviously, he takes a lot of heat off of, of uh, Mbumo, so um, that should free him up to kind of be his his winger self again and yep. score some nice goals for him. All right, Chad. I think we busted out all our games here. Let's just look for yeah. this week. Uh, tomorrow, Wolves and Burnley, Luton and Arsenal. I will mm-hmm. be able to watch both of those, so I'll be checking them out. Uh, Wednesday will be the big day. I think the big notable game will be United versus Chelsea and Villa versus City at the same time. So we'll have, oh. to, we'll have to double box those. Um, yeah. And then Thursday, Everton Castle, and then Tottenham West Ham. It's good. I love midweek games. Love them. Yeah. Uh, and then the weekend, we just have a full stack, another early morning game for Back Liverpool. It. Yeah. Damn. And um, we're going to be busy up until... Whew, man, there's a lot of games. All the way up until... <laughs> Until the new year, basically, yeah, right? Basically, January 3rd. I feel like that's the first like kind of break. We'll go January 3rd to the 14th. Uh, yeah, wow. So we got, <laughs> we got a lot brewing. But uh, let's let's do goal, player, team. I think a couple of these categories might be straightforward. Um, <laughs> care to do goal first? Goal first. I got a long list. Um, I, got a, I got quite a handful as well. Can I just put Liverpool? Uh, you could honestly (laughs) i don't know Um, i mean look the the two i grabbed from that game were trent's free kick which technically an own goal but i'm gonna give it to trent count it um and then McAllister. um the other goals are great but i feel like those two were the ones who were like i saw those and i was like oh like (laughs) got me excited so um you know, those two are great. Um, Endo's goal is really cool, but I think considering McAllister's goal is a little further out. Dude, it's just, got a little bit more bend on it. It's unlucky, dude. <laughs> it's just unlucky all these bangers have scored this game. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, yeah, even, you know, Trent's winner is, is a great goal and, you know, contextually, like, really important. But, yep. um, yeah, I would take his free kick over that goal. <laughs> um, do you see McNeil's goal from Everton? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty nice. I like that one. That has some wicked power behind it, so that was a good one. And yeah. then uh, Buenanote from Brighton. Mm-hmm. I like that one, too. Yeah, nice, nice curler there. Um, I had Odegaard down, too, but that was more like team goal rather than goal itself. Um, but shout but out. just to mention it, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's kind of it. I had uh, Leon Bailey, too. Oh, I like um, that but, one. Yeah, nice, nice cut in, but I think that was more down to uh, Bournemouth, just like not really stepping to him and letting him cut in and, and get a nice shot off. <laughs> he looks good, Bailey. It's about time. Mm-hmm. He's been there for a little bit, but I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. it's nice to see him kind of shine. Um, I'm leaning towards McAllister because that... I feel like we have to. Like, I love a, a really good free kick, yep. but something about those just like blasted from you know 30 yards out, finds the top corner power on it no one's expecting it and 
those are the ones you you show the highlights of people that don't even watch the sport and they can appreciate it. We didn't even celebrate that hard either. I, like, I know. Dude, it's just like goal of the year. And this is what you're doing? He's like, woo. He's yeah, like, for I, real. I did it. That's how he thought. It's like, yes, I did good. Um, cool. Let's do McAllister. Team? Team was interesting. Um, I got Liverpool on there for the comeback. Right, um, because it was a great comeback. Um, the only thing against it, I'd say, is like it's you shouldn't have really been in that situation. Yeah, um, but if you're gonna come back, that's the way to do it. True. S- score some bangers. Um, Tottenham on there, you know, um, getting a draw away at the the champions, like it's a big big deal. Um, we all thank you, but, by the way. It is the truth. Yeah, and you know. The rest of the league definitely thanks you. Um, but I think I got to go Burnley on this one. With you. you. You you put five past, you know, your your relegation neighbor here. Um, you look good doing it. Granted, they, they had a red card in there to, to give Burnley a little bit more advantage. But, like, I don't know. Burnley's maybe one to keep an eye on. They, they've already played um, City, Villa, Tottenham, United, mm-hmm. Newcastle, and Arsenal. Like, it should be kind of smooth sailing now. Um, you know, it. they've definitely lost some games in there that not those teams have lost games that, like, maybe want them to win now. But, um, you know, I think they've, they've grown into the league a little bit. And uh, to put five past a potential relegation candidate with you is, like, that's big. That that could be a big goal difference and big points to to save you potentially. It shows you're much better than them, and you probably yeah. shouldn't be right next to them in the table, but you are at this point. And I know Sheffield still has even tougher opponents to go, especially in these next couple of weeks. So yeah, I'm yeah. with you there. He took the words right I, out of my mouth. I will say uh, Sheffield is on pace to concede 105 goals this season, which would be a record. My goodness. <laughs> 105 yeah they're almost at 40 so (laughs) if there's gonna be a a a manager sacking i don't think it's fair to necessarily do uh heck and bottom with you know reports came out today that he is getting sacked but like that's a pretty bad stat to have to your name so i get it (laughs) ain't great it ain't great um yeah i'm with you on burnley for player I don't think I've ever done this before. And maybe we have, but I don't recall it. Um, I, I'm nominating uh, Anthony Jedi Robinson because of his crazy work rate, um, his crazy stat line, 13 interceptions. Uh, he, he was a menace. And ever since the international mm-hmm. break, he's just had this new, I don't know, new bounce to him. And, and I don't think there is a reason why he, he necessarily shouldn't get it. He was the top point getter in our fantasy league for good reason. Yep. Uh, I think if he's not there, Liverpool have a kind of a field day on that wing with Salah going at him, but he kind of kept, he kept him in, in his bank. And I know there was still, you know, four goals scored against him, but I, I you can't blame Robinson for, uh, for really any yeah. of those. And to get an assist too. I thought that was um, excellent of him. So it, it's between him and then Trent just because Trent's free kick and then the game winner, we'll call it two goals right now. Uh, yeah, I, I think those. That's that's where I stand with my players. And honestly, you could split it because I think they both. It's it's, <laughs> it's right right back week for me. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, they both made my list. Um, I had Trippier on there as well. He had a good game, mm. but United just looked terrible, so True. not as as exciting. Um, Amduni from from Burnley, one goal, one assist, two shots on target, cooking out there. Um, Odegaard, I already mentioned, like he's just kind of back to being in form. Um, I got a shout out, son, though. One goal, one assist, one own goal, and a shot on target. That's a full list of of attacking intent. <laughs> Is that what you call it? Maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, you know, Robinson, especially coming off the, the comments and, you know, the song that came out. and um, Ever since that song, he's been yeah, on it. He, he, you know, took some heat. And yeah, since then, he, he's looked great. Like, I don't think he's necessarily the, the best defender, but he can do a decent job and... You know, for Fulham, I think uh, they really benefit from his attacking play more than his defending anyway. Yeah, so sure. he's been whipping <laughs> balls in real nice. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I'd honestly be fine doing him and Trent. Like Split they both, they both, yeah, put up a, a good game. Um, you know, even if you take away Trent's free kick, he got the the winning goal, and you know, in in nice fashion too. So, um, yeah, I guess right backs. Are doing it right this they week. Were, they were the top-rated uh, uh, players in that game as well, 8.6 and 8.1. So Makes sense, yeah. Fair play to them. Um, Chad, I think we nailed it. Right. Yeah, you want to talk uh, sin bins real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, hit me. <laughs> okay, so sin bins might be coming to the game. Oh, boy. Um. So currently, um, they're in amateur leagues in England and have been since 2019. Um, I didn't really understand what they were going to use them for, but it sounds like in in the way they've been using it currently, it's more a uh, a tool for the ref to calm players down more than uh, like an additional punishment, I guess. Um, so basically, you can as it is right now, the offenses you can get sin-binned for are questioning the ref's ability, slamming the ball to the ground, and like sarcastically clapping at the ref. <laughs> so, that feels a little bit strange. Um, and how long are they in the sin-bin for? Um, the current idea is that Premier League would, would do it for 10 minutes. Um, and which Do they get to replace a player at this time, or no? They, yeah, they're down a man, down a man for ten minutes, which it's too long. That's, um, that's my first first yeah opinion about it. Like, I under, I understand what you're going for, but then I gotta wonder, like, is it worth it, or is it like, okay, that team has lost a player, then they just for ten minutes kind of stop playing, like just keep clearing the ball, um, you know, hold on to the ball if you're like a Man City and you you have that ability to just pass it around teams, like. I think you just maybe kind of kill the game for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think that necessarily works out. Um, I, but like, if you're going to, if you're using it only for like these situations of descent against the refs, like this could have saved dunk from his red card last week. Right. Because he got sent off 
Thor disagreeing with the ref. <laughs> but what if? But what if he doesn't leave right then? Like, go to the sin bay. He's like, no, no, you go to the sin bay. He's like, well, now you're gonna get a like. There's so much you can do to fight. Back. Yeah. So um, yeah, for me, it was like, <clears throat> you gotta if you're gonna bring this in, you also have to bring in the like the mic'd up refs that. So you have that transparency of like, oh well, I I sent him there because he said this to me, and then maybe we don't get to hear it, but someone gets to hear it and say, okay, yeah, he did say that. That's that's a fair sin bidding, because um, hmm. otherwise it's it's you know kind of up to the ref interpretation, right? If you if he calls something and you say, oh, oh, good job, ref, like. Does he take that sarcastically, and then he wants you off the pitch, or, or, or does he just like shrug it off, and then you know, it brings into question the whole, you know, foul yeah. consistency again, which, you know, and and this one I think would be even more um, too widespread of of like how you could interpret situations. <laughs> hmm. So. See, I like I like I, don't know. I like the Sunday Sunday League rule. Um, I don't remember the exact name of the card, but for the pod's sake, I'm gonna call it a CDC, a calm down card. Uh, mm. You get carded because yellows they don't really like Sunday League. A yellow, what's okay? You tell me to yeah, caution. Yeah. Basically, the card comes out to have you cool off. You get subbed out, and then it, 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 there's no timeline on when you can come back in. You just, mm-hmm. once you're calmed down and, like, kind of settle down, your teammates settle you down, you can come back in um, basically at your own at your own time. Now, I'm sure, like, you can't say, I'm good now, like, a second after you get off the pitch. The ref's going to be like, yeah. no. So, like, of course, there's a big gray area for that and how you decide when someone can come back on. I, I get it. But having the set timer for 10 minutes, that feels too long to me. I I, I get it. But also, this just isn't the sport to do it for. Hockey, it makes sense because the, the timeline is is different. It's a 60-minute game versus a 90-minute game. And when you're in a penalty box, it's two minutes. Or for fighting, yeah. it's five. Ten just feels like an eternity to be a, a man. And, and, who's to say, yeah. and who's to say you just get one Sinbin in this uh, fiasco True. that might happen? What if everyone's talking to the ref? He's like, Sinbin, Sinbin, Sinbin. It's just, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, you know. City surrounds uh, Simon Hooper after that call. That's five, six, seven guys. Sin bins. All right. <laughs> now yeah. you got three out there. Like <laughs> it, it, It'd be a sight to see. It'd be super fun yeah. to see. Uh, but I don't think it's made for Premier League. Yeah. Um, if it makes it to Premier League, I think it'll be altered pretty heavily. Um, do it in cups. I'm cool with that. If you want to, do it, like, yeah. if you want to bring it um, in, try it in, try it in the cups. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know what what they'll do really. Um, from what I saw, the first league to potentially try it will be MLS next season. Oh boy. Um, so that could be interesting. But I'd, I'd agree, ten minutes feels too long. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get like you want to give refs more tools, but I don't think. That's not the solution. This is the tool. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think this is gonna help players calm down because they're still gonna be mad in the moment, and they're gonna make them go yeah. s- go sit in timeout. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think your your tool is just you know, if not putting a camera on the ref, at least putting the mic on the ref. Yep. Um, and so having that audio recorded, and you know, if you want to dish out fines after the game of 
you said some unmentionable things to the ref. Cool, so be it. Um, but I mean, to get to get kicked out of the game for ten minutes for for telling Simon Hooper he's a a wanker for wrongly blowing the whistle, like <laughs> which he that was is, just, but, yeah, exactly. But like, like you, you know, get in timeout. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. We'll see what happens mm. with it. Um, I know Sean Dyche and uh, Ainge already came out and said they don't want it. Doesn't make sense. So um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, I don't think it'll make its way. And if it does, yeah. I don't think it'll look anything like this. So um, it feels too untraditional. Yeah, just kind of kind of weird. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. There you go. No sin bins for us. Yeah, not yet. They got to do something else with it. We'll see. Just um, do it like um, do it like Call of Duty, where it's like the gulag. So it's like you're in, you're in. You guys fight on the sidelines while we keep playing the game. That'd be. I can only imagine. <laughs> you know how broken this would be, though, if they do introduce this and it gets brought into FIFA. Oh got... God! <laughs> Is this what that you game want? already? Is this yeah, what you no, want? That, that game already can't keep up, and now you're gonna have these like. Oh, your guy said something to the ref. And like, I didn't even I didn't even speak to him. Is that how you just did? <laughs> Tracks your voice. This game Dead. sucks. Cinnamon. You're out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeesh. All right, Chad. I think we nailed it. Nailed it. And for the first time ever, we get to say we are top of the league. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm going to take that as second place right now, that we are top of the league. It's fair. It's fair. We are top of the league. Fucking Chris and singing it too much right now. She's like, hey, guess what? We're top of the league. I'm like, nah, can't do this. <laughs> can't. Yeah, you know, any, anything to not have City up there. So I'll trade it with you back and forth all season long before City yeah, came. sounds great. Yeah. All right, Chad. <laughs> I'll check you tomorrow. Sounds great. Game on. Matches. Game on. Yep, with that, who gets bitch? Well, who's